What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. In today's episode, I am going to discuss ways to unstuck yourself. I don't think that's really a word, but we're going to get you unstuck. We are going to make sure that you don't hit plateaus, that you don't suffer through the frustration of feeling like nothing is working. We are going to make sure that you get over the feeling of busting your ass and feeling like nothing is moving. The worst feeling in the world. Hate that feeling. You're checking all the boxes. You're doing everything right. You step on the scale and it's like a giant slap in the face. So you look in the mirror and you don't see any changes. You don't feel any changes. It's frustrating. It's annoying. Hate that feeling. So this entire episode is going to be how to avoid that feeling, how to avoid getting stuck, how to avoid hitting plateaus. Why does this happen? And what can we do about it? So if you enjoyed the episode, if this helps you in any way, if this is impactful in any way, I would love it if you could spread the love and share the podcast with people who you think might appreciate what we're talking about here. The best way to do that, of course, is by leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And you can always just take a screenshot of the episode, post it to your stories, and tag me on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. Or you can simply send the episode link to somebody that might enjoy it. So this episode is uh, it's, it's kind of a monumental episode. It is the first time that I am recording on a Monday, and it is not live in the Facebook group. Normally, every Monday, we go live in the Facebook group, and we also make it a podcast episode. However, things have changed. Change is a good thing. We're evolving. We're getting better. The reason is that we are bringing back a very special series inside the Facebook community, and that series is called Fix My Diet. If you've been around for a while, you you may be familiar with the times that we've done that in the past. The Fix My Diet series, if you're not familiar, is essentially where we have a couple of coaches and we bring on a bunch of volunteers and we select one person, one person that we have no previous knowledge of their nutritional situation. We just go in totally blind. We pick a volunteer, we bring them on the live training with us. We ask them a bunch of questions about their nutrition and their situation, their lifestyle, their goals, and we fix their diet. Very simple. We just break it all down on the spot so you can see our thought process when we're dealing with individuals. And it's really cool because as we bring on new people each week, you can start to identify the fact that no two plans are alike and no two people are alike. And it really helps you to see tangibly the individual differences and how we process those and make recommendations. So if you want access to that, you have to be in our Facebook group. It's called the personality diet and neurotype training. Now, every Monday when I'm recording the podcast, it's just for the podcast. It's not in the Facebook community. So if you're in the Facebook community, you must also be subscribed to the podcast. I'm trying to keep things organized people. I'm trying to get out of my like two a crazy brain and actually harness a little bit of type three organization where podcast things are for the podcast, 
Facebook group things are for the Facebook group. So there you have it. If you want to take advantage of both, you subscribe to the podcast, you join the Facebook group, and you're good. And the beauty is both of them are free. So it doesn't cost you anything except for your time and attention, which are also valuable resources. Anyway, that's the the big update. That's why this is such a monumental episode. It feels weird. I feel a little naked that I'm not live, but it's okay because podcast things stay for the podcast and Facebook things stay for Facebook. Uh, But you can join uh, the Facebook community and get access to the Fix My Diet series. On Tuesdays, Melanie and I will be doing the uh, Fix My Diet. We'll be running it. We'll be doing it on every other Tuesday. And then April and Trish will be doing it on every other Wednesday. So each week, you'll kind of get a different perspective, which I think will be pretty cool. So before I jump in to the whole topic of getting yourself unstuck, I want to call something out. You guys know, you know me by now, you know, when I see some shit, I have to call out some shit. And lately I've been seeing some shit and it doesn't have anything to do with you. I mean, a little bit, but it's not, it's not all about you. I will tell you what it's about. Now I'm going to put on my relationship therapist hat. And let me caveat this by saying I'm not a relationship expert. I have been divorced, so certainly not one to talk. However, and, and I've actually, I've learned some things through, through, through my life. And one of those things is that communication is really important. So when I have something to say, I'm going to say it and I'm going to shoot you straight. I'm not going to beat about, around the bush. I'm just going to deliver it to you raw, unfiltered, uncut, just take it or leave it type of thing. Um, of course, you don't have to listen. Listening to the, to the show is a choice. So you can always tune me out. You can always go somewhere else. That's totally fine. That is your choice. So I've learned some things along the way. Communication is really important to relationships. The other thing that I've learned is don't judge other people's relationships without knowing the inner workings of the relationship. A lot of times we see things at face value or we take things at face value. We see the surface level shit and we make all of these assumptions about the relationship. And as somebody who has kind of been around with, uh, you know, I had the social media perfect relationship and, and under the surface, uh, there was a lot of hardship. There was a lot of arguing. There was a lot of poor communication. Um, a lot of that was driven by me uh, and something that I feel like I've gotten better at, but it's still a work in progress. Um, so I, I've been there. And so, and then even through my situation with Mel and, and the dynamic that we have, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, that people don't know. It's not surface level. So I would never want somebody to judge my previous relationship or my current relationship without knowing you know, the full story or, or all of the inner workings. And so I try to extend that same courtesy when it comes to other couples. I don't ever judge based off of, without knowing all sides of the story, okay? But there is one thing that I am going to say kind of as a blanket statement. Unsupportive partners are not acceptable, period, the end. Unsupportive partners are not acceptable. I don't need to know the inner workings of your relationship to know that if your partner is not supportive of your goals, of your desires, of your wants, of your needs, 
That is a reason to run. Now, again, communication is important. So I'm going to assume that you are doing your job, which is to communicate how you feel, why these things are important to you. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because lately we've had a couple people who wanted to join coaching and they were turned down by their partners. Normally, I don't think anything of it because oftentimes, you know, you have to have that joint financial discussion. You have to make sure everybody's on the same page. I get that. When you're in a partnership, like your teammates, you want to decide these things together. The issue that I have is when the person that wants to join coaching feels like this is something that they need that would benefit everyone in their life. Like it would benefit their relationship. They feel like they would be more confident. They feel like it would be better for their kids, for their, for everything in their life. And the partner shoots it down. It's not a discussion. Now we've gotten feedback. I'm not making, I'm not saying anything that wasn't revealed to us directly from the source. We actually had one person who really wanted to join coaching and her boyfriend said that he thinks we are selling smoke and mirrors. And here's a situation where clearly the boyfriend did zero research because if he looked into us at all, he would see that we deliver time and time again. Or if he wanted to do more due diligence, how about just reaching out to any of our clients past or present? They're all more than willing to have a conversation, to get on the phone, to you know, chat via messenger, whatever it is. But clearly he didn't do any due diligence. He just made in a, in a statement because he's insecure, right? And that, that's, again, I don't know this person, but I know that anybody who is not going to do their research and due diligence is going to shoot down what their partner wants. That's a huge red flag. Now, maybe she didn't communicate well enough why this is important, but anytime I hear something like that, which is a, a really asinine statement, um, it's, it's a major red flag. So to that person, if you're listening, um, you should probably run very fast, at least communicate why you feel like this is important to you. And then if you're still not getting the support, that's, that's a deal breaker. An unsupportive partner is a deal breaker. Um, but we've also had situations that weren't as egregious, but just no, you, you're not, you're not allowed to do that. And that's, you know, it's really unfortunate because it only, the only logical explanation is it's stemming from a place of insecurity. It's stemming from a place of what if my partner, my wife, my girlfriend, whatever it may be, uh, what if they end up being like more attractive and other men, you know, desire them more, whatever. It has to come from a place of insecurity. There's no other logical explanation. Look, I totally get the the financial discussion where it's like how how are we going to spend our money? But here's the thing. If something is important to you and you communicate why it's that important to you and you and you are communicating the value in return, then the financial discussion should be pretty straightforward. Like, hey, are there some things that we're spending money on that really aren't bringing us any value in return? Why don't we cut back on those things? So I can do this for myself because I think it will benefit our family. I think it will benefit my well-being. I think it will make me more confident. I think it will be better for our kids, for our relationship. You'll probably get laid more, right? Like all of these things, it's pretty straightforward. So these are, it's a very different conversation. As long as you're expressing why it's important to you, if you're not getting the support 
That's a major red flag. Major red flag. It's been cool to see on the flip side, people who have joined our program over the past week who have gotten resourceful as fuck because they know, like, I need this. I need this for myself. I need this for my family. And have had the the financial situation come up like, I don't know what to do. And they've just gotten resourceful. We've had two people apply for 0% APR credit cards just so they could put down a payment and make it work. We have really flexible options. We have financing options. We have zero down, 0% interest options. We have people who have joined, have they've gotten resourceful because they know the value in return is more than worth it. Then, then you have the people who just try to find a reason not to do something. And the problem with that is you can always find a reason not to do something. It's, it's always there for you. It's there for the taking. As If you think hard enough and you search hard enough, you're always going to find a reason not to do something. But when you do that, you protect what you currently have at the cost of what you truly desire. So you make it impossible to achieve what you ultimately want. And far too many people make that decision. They protect what they currently have at the cost of what they truly desire. By staying in a bad situation, you're eliminating the possibility of getting out of it. You're eliminating the possibility of getting what you want. So it's so it, it's just interesting to kind of see this from a 30,000 foot view to see the people who are like, I need this. Nothing is going to get in my way. I'm going to find a way to make this happen. And those people are the ones that we talk about when we share our success stories, when we share the life-changing transformations. Those are the people that they take the leap. It's not because they don't have fear. They just know, I don't like the current situation that I'm in is not acceptable and I don't want to waste more time. I don't want to waste more money. I don't want to be frustrated anymore. So they jump. And yes, of course, it helps that now we offer a guarantee. So they literally have nothing to lose. There's zero risk, right? That's the other thing with the, with the spouse conversation. Like if you tell your partner how amazing it would be for you to feel better, look better, be healthier, more fit, leaner, achieve the body composition that you desire, have a better relationship with food, set a better example for your kids, have a better relationship with that person that you're talking to, explaining this to. And you tell them that if you don't get the results, you don't pay anything and they're still not supportive. That's a massive fucking red flag. There's zero to lose and there's everything to gain. If your partner cannot get on board with that, you need to communicate more effectively or you have to have a serious, some serious self-reflection about what that relationship looks like. So let me take off my therapist, my relationship therapist hat. But I felt like it needed to be said uh, because again, like if I see some shit, I'm going to call it out and it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. And I'm, I'm going to make a gross generalization here. I feel like this is just male ego oftentimes. Um, here's the thing. And again, this is total. maybe, maybe it happens more on the flip side and I don't know, but total, like call me sexist. You can say whatever you want about this statement. It's anecdotal evidence. It's usually men who are insecure about the women in their lives bettering themselves. And I feel like it's 
often because it's a reflection of, of their insecurity. That is my gross generalization. Call me. So you can say whatever you want. I'm calling it like I see it. That is the trend. That is the pattern. So I don't know what it is about the men out there who feel threatened by their partners, wives, girlfriends, bettering themselves, looking better, feeling better, but they need some, some help. They need some help because that's not okay. It's not okay. When you think about it, anxiety, which is, is often a feeling after those conversations, you know, we, we do a lot of follow-up. We stay, you know, even when somebody does, decides not to join, that's fine. Um, I'll, I'll never, like, I want people to have autonomy over their choices. We try to empower, we try to guide people and lead people. But ultimately, you're, you're an adult. You have to make your own choices. But it's important that you own those choices. And so, you know, rather than making excuses and, and using scapegoats, like own your choices. However, we follow up a lot with people who, you know, they don't join. But, you know, a lot of times when my team has a call and they feel like they connected really deeply with somebody and they're upset, like they're like, man, I really wish this person would have joined coaching because I know how life-changing it would have been for them. They, they follow up. I don't ask them to do this. This is totally on their own accord. They'll follow up and just be like, hey, I, I've been thinking about you. How's everything going? Or, you know, are you progressing or things going well? Um, and a lot of times they express anxiety. And there's a reason for that. And I, I've thought through that feeling because you know, you would think maybe regret, you would think maybe frustration, you would think maybe stress, but anxiety seems to be the common theme. You know, like, man, I'm just, I'm super anxious now. And when you break it down, anxiety is nothing more than uncertainty times powerlessness. That's the formula. Anxiety equals uncertainty times powerlessness. The more uncertainty you have, because it's multiplicative, the more anxiety you have. The more you feel helpless, powerless, the more anxiety you have. So if you think about what's happening in those situations, there's increased uncertainty because now that they haven't moved forward, they're like, well, what now? And it's very uncertain. It's like, well, shit, I don't know what I'm going to do. I really want this outcome, but I have no idea how I'm going to get there. And I'm trying on my own and I'm spinning my wheels. So even though they're remaining in a comfortable situation, they're still, their uncertainty about how they're going to ultimately get to where they want to be has gone up exponentially. So anxiety has gone up. Powerlessness, because they don't know, they feel helpless. They have no They've been, they've basically taken the responsibility, like, especially when it's because of a spouse, right? Like these people where their spouse is like, no, you're not allowed to do this. Well, now they've put all of the power outside of their own hands. It's in their spouse's hands. You can't do this. You're not allowed to do this. Well, now they have no control. And they're like, well, shit, this was what I thought was the answer. And now you're telling me I'm not allowed. So they have no power. They feel an increased level of powerlessness. So we've now driven up uncertainty. We've driven up powerlessness. And, and that's why, in my opinion, the anxiety has gone up. That is my belief of how that formula plays out. Anxiety equals 
uncertainty times powerlessness. And the more that we drive those things up, the more anxious you feel. So it makes sense when you're sitting there alone, feeling confused about what to do, and you're not sure what direction to go, that you feel more uncertain and you feel more helpless. So the goal is, and this is at the core, this is why I explain so much in detail about why we do the things we do. And, and this is all on topic because this is part of the reason why people are stuck. I told you the topic of this episode is getting unstuck. Well, this is a big reason why a lot of people are stuck. Okay. The goal as to why I explain all of the details, like I get into the minutiae that probably nobody cares about except for me, but I, I explain it in detail about neurotyping, about metabolic priming, about lifestyle integration, all, all the things that we do through our coaching program. I explain the why in such great detail because I want to drive uncertainty down and I want to empower you more. So we're lowering uncertainty and we're lowering powerlessness. All of a sudden, anxiety comes down, right? Because if I give you all of the details about why this works, why this is so effective, why we produce results the way that we do, the how, like, why does this work? How does it work? I give you as much information as possible because then it becomes very certain and, and we put the stamp of a guarantee to drive down uncertainty. We showcase other people like you who have had success to drive down the uncertainty. We empower you to make the best decision for yourself. Drives down powerlessness. All of a sudden, you feel more empowered. All of a sudden, you feel more certain. And all of a sudden, anxiety is no longer an issue. We had somebody who just started our coaching program a few days ago. And the first thing she said was, it's, it's only been a few days. And I feel so much more confident in my relationship with food and my food choices. It's amazing, right? Like There's a reason why we do the things that we do in the order that we do them. Because we're empowering you, we're, we're increasing certainty, we're increasing the feeling of empowerment, and we're lowering anxiety. So now, right on topic, let's talk about why people get stuck in, in the, the shitty feeling. Now, the first thing is that being stuck has been normalized in the industry. I think that too many people talk about it like it's supposed to happen. Um, it's a major red flag. Let's just get that out of the way. If you're stuck, if your body's not responding the way that you want it to, that's not normal. That's not okay. Let's not normalize that feeling. It's, it's one of the worst feelings in the world. Now, there's always an exception, right? Like if you're like, again, being stuck is subjective. So you might be at the same weight for two days in a row and be like, hey, I'm stuck. That's not stuck. Okay. You might be wildly inconsistent and be like, I'm doing everything right and I'm stuck. No, you're just not aware of your habits and your tendencies. Again, that's why I think it helps to have that outside perspective to be like, hey, this is maybe this is what's going on. But anyway, I'm talking about like you're truly doing what you need to be doing and your body is just not responding. Like it's been a while. And, you, and you've been focusing and working hard 
and checking the boxes and you feel like you're doing everything right and your body is not responding. That's not normal. It's, it's a sign and it's a signal that everybody should be aware of. We want to pay attention to that because, excuse me, our bodies are adaptation machines, but it's a gift and a curse because we can have adaptations that are positive adaptations that we want to happen. Like if I want to get smarter, I need to adapt by accumulating information and assimilating information and being able to uh, you know, present that information and teach that information. An adaptation can go one way or the other. So if you're trying to change your body composition, well, losing body fat is an adaptation. Building muscle is an adaptation. However, being stuck is also an adaptation. Hitting a plateau is also an adaptation. Having your metabolism downregulate is also an adaptation. Hormonal dysfunction is also an adaptation. So you can see it's a gift and a curse. But I think what happens is we don't register the plateaus and being stuck as a sign or something to pay attention to. We often use it as an indicator that we need to up the ante, right? Like, oh shit, this isn't working. So I need to do more. How many times have you hit a plateau and thought to yourself, can I do more cardio or can I cut my calories more? And that was immediately your first thought. And there's nothing wrong if you're shaking your head in agreement right now. I can tell you that I was the king of upping the end. I remember trying to do two-a-day workouts, dropping my calories really low. Um, I used to do these brutal assault bike sprints at the end of my session. My second session, I would, I would be the type of person where I would work out in the morning. I would get like 20,000 steps a day. I would work out in the evening. And then I would do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off of 10 minutes of bike sprints to finish that second session. I'd not advised, but I would come home. I would be exhausted. And I was really trying to get down below 200 at the time. That was like my sticking point. I couldn't quite crack that mark. And the next morning I would wake up. I would pretty much hate my life. And like the saving grace was, let me step on the scale and see this, this one instead of a two as the first digit. And then most of the time it would be up. I would like, I would be, you know, oh, this is awful, tired, I'm hungry. I hate my life right now. But if I could just see this 199, like I didn't even care anything under 200. And then it'd be like 201, 202. And I would throw like a temper tantrum. I would legit curse out loud in my bathroom butt-ass naked, standing in front of the mirror, like, what the fuck? I wanted to smash my scale. Like, what? At that point in time, you have to ask yourself, like, what's the point? It's that that gut check moment where, why? like, are you going to keep going? What's the point? I'm doing all of this work and my body is just not responding. So you start to question, am I broken? You start to have all these crazy thoughts swirling around. And it wasn't until I finally hired a coach of my own and started to see progress that it all kind of made sense. And it was, it was so much easier than everything else that I was doing, but I didn't understand what was happening at the time. I didn't understand that my body was sending a clear signal 
that was like, hey, we've adapted to this shit. If you keep stressing your metabolism more, more negative adaptions or, or adaptations are going to happen. Like it, it made no sense to take the path that I took until I hired a coach and I actually saw the other way. And I was like, oh, like light bulb moment after light bulb moment. You mean not stressing my body all the time is a good idea? Who, who would have thought? Like working with your personality, working with your nature is kind of a big deal. Not trying to fight against your natural tendencies is kind of a big deal. Like maybe actually enjoying the process is something that we should consider. It's funny because right now I'm, I'm currently on a cut and I'm happy as can be. I am eating a good amount of food. I started my cut at 3000 calories. I'm down to 2,600 calories. My body is responding. I feel good. I'm, I mean, I, I, my hunger is in check. My cravings aren't, aren't, are non-existent. I literally haven't had a single craving since I started cutting. My energy is fine. I actually went up my workout today, lifted heavier. Everything feels good. It's easy. Now, I still have to be disciplined. You know, I still have to make sacrifices. I'm not drinking as much as I normally do. I'm not going out to eat as much as I normally do, but I'm enjoying the process. It's fun. When you're like dialed in, feeling good, it should be an enjoyable process. And it's crazy. Like everything that I had experienced in the past, all the plateaus, feeling frustrated, feeling like nothing was working. That wasn't normal. It was a giant red flag that I needed to change. And, and, and I'll never go back to that. It, it's the worst feeling in the world. And it's like, you can, you can see, you know, you get so close and you start to make progress. You can see your results. Like you can almost reach out and touch it, but then it's like the cock block happens. You hit the plateau and you just can't quite get there. That sucks. And, and if you think to yourself, maybe I should try harder I would, I would take a step back, like catch yourself saying that. And then listen, like your, your body is communicating something. And if you're in that position, it's likely because your metabolism, your body has adapted. And so we can't just keep banging down the door. We have to listen. We have to pay attention. There's a reason why all of our one-on-one -on -one clients start with a neurotype assessment and metabolic assessment. Because we have to know what's going to work best for each person. Your neurotype tells us what will you enjoy? How can we work with your nature? We don't want to stress your system unnecessarily. And what will you be the most consistent with? And then your metabolic state tells us like what's going on internally. If you're, if you're hitting a plateau, if you're feeling stuck, there's probably something going on metabolically that we need to assess. Now, it could be that you're under eating. It could be that you need better habits. It could be that you need better quality foods, but we need to know what's going on there. And then um, once we have that, like those pieces of information, the, the path is actually really easy. It's just being able to commit and play the long game and put in enough time. That's, that's it. After we get over those two hurdles, once we know your neurotype, once we understand your current metabolic state, and we're able to you know, take those things into consideration, see exactly what's going to work best for you. And it's only a time game. It's like, are you willing to play the long game or are you going to keep trying to shortcut the process? Right? That's it. That's the only question that we have to ask at that point. Are you willing to commit? 
are you going to try to shortcut the process? So we look at, you know, like, like type ones, type one A's, type one B's, they're going to want immediate results. We know that type two A's, they're going to get shiny new object syndrome. So they're going to be like, yeah, I'm in, but they're going to be like, Ooh, what about this other thing over here? Type two B's are going to be really hard on themselves. We know that the first time that they slip up, they're going to beat themselves up. They're going to be really hard on themselves. And type threes, they want to know all the details and all the information as far out in advance. They, they want to gather as much information as possible. So we know what we're up against like mentally with each neurotype. It's just a matter of like, are you going to play this game for life? Are you going to keep letting those patterns win? And that's it. You know, part of the reason why we we added that guarantee to our program was to counter some of that stuff because we can't we can't fix years and decades of a poor mindset around nutrition or poor behavior habits or chronic dieting tendencies or pre-existing beliefs about what's necessary to lose body fat and continuously banging your head against the wall. We can't we can't achieve all of that in a, in a month. Like we need time. But the cool part is once you start to see the, the results, like I said, this, this client that just joined us literally a, a few days, like I'm not talking about weeks. I'm talking about like three to four days to notice a dramatic difference in the approach and feeling so much more confident. Again, increasing certainty, increasing the sense of empowerment, reducing anxiety. Now, all of a sudden, she's like, all this stress, all this anxiety that I used to have around food, I don't, I don't feel that anymore. This actually feels pretty easy. Yeah, it is. It's simple. It's not easy because we still will convince ourselves that there's something, there's something more, there's something missing. So we wanted to add that, that guarantee because if you, don't, if you don't believe me, you get to see for yourself. Right? Like you can legitimately put it to the test, join the program. You achieve your goals, you're happy as can be. If you don't, you don't pay us anything. It's a, it's a pretty, pretty much a no brainer, it's a no risk situation. And again, because I like to create as much certainty as possible, I, I tell you the process in detail. You start with neurotyping, you have to understand your personality type. We, we want to know. What are you going to enjoy? How can we work with your nature? How can what's going to be the easiest for you to stay consistent with? We we move to our metabolic priming phase. We have to take care of your metabolism so we don't hit that negative adaptation where you're feeling stuck and frustrated. We need to prime your metabolism so that fat loss becomes easy. It's quicker. You don't have to suffer. It's not miserable. You don't have to restrict. You don't have to deprive yourself of all the foods that you love. You get to still enjoy life. And then we implement our lifestyle integration phase, which is let's teach you how to keep this off for life. Let's teach you how to make this like just part of what you do, um, how you can still have a social life, how you can still have flexibility, how you can still enjoy all the things that you want to enjoy, like travel or vacations, date nights and family dinners and all the things that are meaningful for you. We actually have to know how to incorporate all of that and still continue to feel our best and make progress. And that's it. And if it doesn't happen for you, you pay nothing. So I highly recommend that if you've been considering, if you've been on the fence, like just reach out, put in an application, 
You can just go to neurotypetraining.com slash apply. Just do that right now. Go to neurotypetraining.com slash apply and fill out an application. That's it. We'll have a talk. We'll see if it's a good fit. If it's a good fit, we'll talk about next steps and we'll go from there. However, if you don't have a supportive partner, then fix that first. That's priority number one. Fix the unsupportive partner and then go to neurotypetraining.com slash apply. Um, but I hope this makes sense. Like, There's no reason that you should be stuck and frustrated. It's just a signal. It's just a signal that something needs to change. Uh, we, we keep things very, very simple when we're implementing. You know, it's one step at a time. What's like more is not more. I mean, more is not better. More is simply more. So we look at like, what are the one to two things that will move the needle? A lot of people think I need to change nine to 10 things at a time and they end up wrecking themselves. Successful people in every industry make less moves. It's facts. Successful people in every industry make less moves, meaning they focus on the one to two things that need to go right and they execute over and over again. It's habitual. It's behavior change. That's how it works. That's how compounding interest works. This is why I've, I've become, I've come around more on um, the importance of, of supplements. Now, I'm working with a coach and the easiest first thing for me when I was getting started, because I'm working with a new coach. Um, and so there's, there's a little bit of a learning curve, you know, understanding his communication style, things that are important to him. Um, everybody, every coach has a little bit of a different style. So there's, there's an adjustment period. Uh, one of the first things that I was able to do was get his supplement rec- recommendations going right away. Because for me, that was like the lowest barrier where I was like, you know what, this is simple and I can start this and at least check off an easy box. Now I know that that's not a huge needle mover, but it's okay because it gets me into his groove and then seeing like, okay, now that I've got this, um, I'm going to start structuring my meals a little bit closer to what he recommends versus my, my natural inclination. Um, just to see like the difference. I want to see how I felt with what he was recommending. So now I've got like the supplements and then I've got the, the meal timing in place. And I was like, okay, then like after a week or two, it was smooth sailing. Like I hit my groove and I was like, okay, I got it. It all clicked. So I've actually become, I've come around more on, on supplements. Not that they're going to change the game in terms of like the results, but more so the habit. I think that just starting with something that's an easy habit, it's like, so it's such a low barrier habit. Um, I've, I've come full circle on that. Uh, and of course, you know, where I stand with, with what I recommend. Um, it's Organifi all the way when it comes to your green juice needs, when it comes to um, immunity, when it comes to your sleep support in terms of their gold juice. Uh, some, all of them are really quality products. Uh, the green juice I take every morning, immunity I take every morning, gold juice I take every evening, and we've got you hooked up with 20% off their entire site. All of their products, literally every single one, and they're all amazing. So if you go to Organifi.com slash PopFam and you use code PopFam at checkout, you get 20% off. Um, I am going to be traveling in early March. I will be taking travel packs of green juice. I will be taking travel packs of immunity. I will be taking travel packs of gold juice. Here's why. 
not only do I have my insurance policy in place, but I also have my habit in place. So when you start your day with a quality habit, it creates momentum. I'm a big believer in that. Not like it's going to dramatically change anything from a results standpoint. Supplements are the 1%. I will always say that. I believe that. But it can be really beneficial from a habit standpoint. When you have those habits in place, now your results can skyrocket because it's just a matter of sticking with it long enough to see those changes. So Organifi.com slash PopFam. Use code PopFam at checkout. I highly recommend you get their green juice. If you travel, get their travel packs. Um, The immunity, the gold juice, the red juice. Um, I've tried a number of their products and I have yet to find a single product of theirs that I don't like. Now, full transparency, I have not tried their protein um, because it's a vegan protein, but it can be. um, And I don't, I, I use whey. So this is full transparency here. I only, I only talk about stuff that I actually use. I don't use their vegan uh, protein. I use whey. However, if you are a vegan or vegetarian athlete, I have heard nothing but good things about it. So keep in mind, this is just coming from people that I know that have tried it, not directly from me, but give it a shot. It's also 20% off. So you really can't lose there. Um, Organifi.com slash popfam, code popfam at checkout. Um, Hopefully this whole episode makes sense. Um, There's no reason that you should be stuck. It's actually a red flag. There's no reason that you should be in an unsupportive relationship. (laughs) That's a major red flag. Um, I'm just cracking myself up over here, but it's true. It's true. It's not okay. That is, uh, you got to draw the line in the sand. If you know that something's important to you, you should be able to effectively communicate it. And if you're not getting the support that you need, well, then you have to have that tough conversation, which is never easy to do, but advocate for yourself. Stand up for yourself because if you don't, anxiety is going up because uncertainty is going up, powerlessness is going up, and that's never a good place to be. I don't want to see you there. I want to see you on the other side. I want to see you as another success story. I want to see you live life on your terms and accomplish what you truly desire. Hopefully that helps. If you ever have questions, I'm always available. Reach out on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner or on Facebook. It's just my name, Michael Milner. And I will talk to you guys very soon.